welcome to this week's episode of Work Wife Therapy. The end of 2021. I know. What a journey it's been. It has been a crazy journey. I'm so excited that we started this. Me too. <sighs> this has been like, I look forward to this. I, I don't want to say every week, but every time we get to sit down and record, like, you know, for real though, like it's, it's not just girl time. It's, you know, it's, um, it's needed. I, I need it bad every, and we, we, I think we both always feel so good after yeah. we have like a session or whatever. I totally agree. Yeah. So, um, okay, let's just straight jump straight into the tea because <laughs> everyone is, I'm bet wanting to know all the details because you've made it Instagram official. <laughs> and I just did that on a whim too. I totally made it. I was just like, here's my boyfriend. This oh is, my God. he exists. It's wild. Okay. So what I, what I want to say before I get into whatever we're going to talk about today is literally tonight, he met my parents. Woo! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so dude, right? Right? I know. Everything. So my boyfriend had wanted to take my parents out a couple of weeks ago. And my dad has just had this like kind of like persistent cough. He doesn't have COVID. He's been tested. So yeah, my dad had to cancel and reschedule. Um, but so anyways, they decided to take us out to dinner tonight. And mind you, my boyfriend is incredible in social situations mm-hmm. with meeting like my family, meeting <laughs> um, my friends, and I turn into a nervous fucking wreck. <laughs> like I get, I get like so crazy, isn't it? Though it is so not no, me. I like you. It's not me, it's not my personality, but like, it's, it's more so I just think I've been, and him and I have talked about this quite a bit. Like I've just been so comfortable in my singleness and my single life. And like that the conversation has always been around other people, other things about me. And it's never been around me plus a person. So like, it's been a very big adjustment for me, but like to the point of like, I get numb and I just like shake and I just like want to lay down and I don't want to do anything. Like I, like my whole body just like pauses. Oh my God. (laughs) Right. I know. I know, dude. Like it's crazy. So I, I feel like he does such a good job. I mean, we, we had a great time. Like my parents like clearly love him. Like it's, it's so obvious. I'm sure my mom will text me about it later. Um, but yeah. So anyways, what I was going to tell you is we just went out to eat. We just went and had dinner, um, at this nice restaurant and they did not have a single vegetarian entree. And I'm like, come on, man. Like it's 2021 and you're a nice ass place. You can't just like roast some vegetables. So I had like a half of a salad. So as I'm sitting here watching you eat your dumplings, I'm like, yo, it's fucking good. I'm like still a little bit hungry. <laughs> You're like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need some like substance um, besides like French fries, which they had these like truffle fries that were bomb, but I don't really need them. But anyways, so yeah, that um, I literally just happened a couple hours ago and I am uh, pouring myself another glass of wine and decided to, <laughs> to spill the tea. So I don't, um, I don't always have a good way of like segueing and talking or like expressing anything. So like, if you want to like know stuff, just ask me questions and I'll answer. Okay. I mean, there's a lot. So okay. <laughs> a lot of activity has been happening in the background. Miss Elise here. Okay. Has been going on excursions, some nice trips. If you've been following her on Instagram, you've seen a little snippet of what's been happening. But also, this lady here has been texting me back and forth of the highs and the lows and the crazy emotional roller coaster 
that comes with dating someone where you're like, this fucking makes sense. <sighs> so what I wanted to actually ask you about was the feelings that came up when you're feeling like I want to like self-sabotage or I want to like pull away. So please share more about that. And I'm okay. sure people would love to hear. Okay. All right. I need to let Leo out. Hold on one second. Leo, get out. Go. So <laughs> Isabel, what you are referring to was literally a couple of days ago when I, okay, hold on. I, I need to like preface how I'm going to talk about this. Um, we have talked on this podcast about how I need to call in my feminine energy. This has been spoken of like for years, years. And part of that is, you know, me doing Reiki, me doing acupuncture, me meditating, getting in more in touch with the moon and the moon cycles and things like that. So we, my boyfriend and I met on a full moon and it was very intense pretty much from the beginning. Okay. So we are just now leaving a Gemini moon, um, which was also our anniversary. Okay. First of all, let's take a step back. This has been two fucking months. Okay. Two months. That's it. <laughs> and it's been, um, very exciting and it's been a whirlwind, but it still has only been two months. So like I've had two moon cycles. I've had two periods. I've had two, you know, like ways, to like help process all of this stuff. So our two month anniversary was on the 19th, which is a full moon. <laughs> and I was also on my period surprise. So there's all of this intensity around this one day. Um, and I just had this moment of like, holy shit, this is so intense. This is so real. This is so fast. This has only been two months. I want to run. I want to bolt. Everything in me wants to just be like completely retreat and suck back into my comfortable life, suck back into my comfortability of being single. And like, and I don't mean that in like a relationship wise, which is kind of hard to like describe or like fully talk through. I mean it in the sense of like, I have my friends and then I have me. If I want to be home one night, I just stay home one night and I just don't hang out with friends. It's like, now I have a relationship to add in there and not to mention he also has children. So it's like a relationship with him and then a relationship with him and his kids that are also getting added in there. So when I say that I wanted to pull back, it was because I am not only emotional, but I'm more in touch with, which is hilarious that it was a Gemini moon because Gemini is very two-sided. It's two different people. It's two personalities. So like a part of me wanted to run, but then when I thought about running, everything was like wanting to pull me back and stay in the relationship. Everything was like wanting to keep me there. So I'm so used to this that has been ingrained in me for so long of literally just like vacating of vacate, whatever, if something is hard, or if I feel like something is going to go bad, I want to exit before it could get worse because then it's a self-protection thing. It's like, First of all, nothing was going bad. Nothing has ever gone bad. There's never been any red flag from him ever. It's all just me being like, oh shit, a red flag should be popping up here soon. So I'm going to bolt and run and vacate this instead of processing my emotions and just like be done with it. But then luckily I didn't, or I didn't say anything. I just like, am really trying to tune in and pause and feel those feelings and like the self-sabotage thing, it's like, I'm so glad that I'm recognizing that. And that's what I honestly love about being in my thirties. It's like, I see that this is happening. I know what it is. I know that it has nothing to do with him at all. This is like part of my mechanism. It's like part of who I am and who I've built to be. And it's just like, oh, it's it's such a contradicting feeling. And, and 
it's in my head, but I also know that it's the energy of the full moon, <laughs> the energy of the Gemini moon, but it's also this energy that I have been putting out there for a decade of and longer than that to like, maybe, maybe honest to God, since I've been like 15, if something has been hard, I've just been like, okay, whatever. It's hard. All right. Bye. Peace out on to the next thing. That's how I moved to California. I was done with Ohio and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to move. And then when I left California and came to Ohio, I was just like, all right, two weeks done over with move. And then I dealt with it after I had made that drastic decision. And so now I'm approaching things so different of, Hey, let me pause. Let me recognize that I am self-sabotaging that I'm wanting to run for no reason at all, other than the fact that it just feels natural to me to do that. And instead of running and dealing with it later, I'm checking myself, I'm processing, and then I'm staying, I'm like doing that. So those things were happening to me on, on the 19th, on the anniversary, on the full moon, on like the most intense day of my period. I'm still going to talk about that because I think that that's a big thing too. Like for us women, like we also need to check with ourselves. Like are you feeling this because of X, Y, Z? So I like had this double intense feeling happening. So what I did is I reached out to friends that I knew that would support me in this. And the friends literally were just like, Elise, you literally, like, you just need to talk to him. Just tell him that you're like scared that you, <laughs> that you're scared that, and you like kind of want to run away, like tell him. And I was like, I didn't want to say that because I didn't want him to take it wrong. I didn't want him to make it about him. I didn't want him to think that I was going to leave because I wasn't, because that wasn't the point. It was the, the point was, this is so ingrained in me and I'm trying so hard to not have this be a part of me. And he was just like, yeah, you're so valid in that. You're so valid in those feelings. Like you, you know, that, that has protected you for this long. Of course it's going to be there. And like, I, that just softened me to my core. It's like, if I was at a hundred that brought me down to a five, like that drastic. And I, and I feel like a different person, all of those worries that I was having the me thinking of pulling away or me trying to do this, like energetic shift away from him. Instead, it, it's like, if I pulled away like 5%, it brought me in 35%. Like it just, it swung me so far the other way towards him. So yeah, there's my long answer to your question. And it has just been a day and a half of just like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, by the way, you're going to meet my parents tonight. Like <laughs> just one thing after the other, after the other. So, um, so yeah, I'm curious of what you have to say about oh all my of God. that. I'm going to take a hit of my vape pen. (laughs) I had so many thoughts go through and while you're telling the story, and I think the first thing is like, I think the biggest sign of like relational maturity is when you are able to take accountability for yourself and like have that awareness of like, okay, this is how I am in this situation and not be like a, like a victim blaming kind of thing, but be like, okay, this is what matters to me. And that's just like what it is. And there's no judgment either way or the other. And I think it's freaking awesome that you're like, I just, I need the space. I need this. This is who I am, you know, all that. So I think it's awesome. And what I love is that you like embracing that feminine energy. My gosh, it's so not natural for me. So, and I totally know what you're talking about, where you're like waiting for the other shoe to drop and you're like, when is this happening? Is this yes. But then he'll do something where you're like, oh, okay. So I don't have to worry about that. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, wait, but what about, oh, oh, you, you already handled that. Okay. I didn't even talk to you about it, but you've already kind of set my fears aside and now I feel better about it you're like you're starting to like feel safer it's vulnerable because it's scary because you feel open but then he's also like making sure you feel like you're taken care of like you're gonna be fine and and he he verbalizes that he says that he tells (laughs) me every day that I am safe that he's not going anywhere that he is firmly planted that I don't need to run like he's 
he's not going anywhere, but then he also shows it like it's, oh my God. Okay. So the other things that I've been reading about is like the, like a dynamic between masculine and feminine energy Okay, and the whole thing about, and I have like a, I have a, I have like a yin and yang story to your story. This from this weekend. Oh my God. I can't wait. Gemini moon. So anyway, but like how, like the feminine energy wants to feel safe and like protected. And they always say like the masculine energy is like the container for the feminine energy. So that way he's providing that space for you in order to bring this softer side about you, which is awesome. Which is is not natural for me. I'm not like this, but I am with him. It is crazy so awesome and it's like it's something that was like in my list of what I was looking for in somebody and like a big thing of that is like I want to feel feminine I want to feel like I I and because I I haven't been able to like be that person that I know is there but I haven't I haven't had somebody that I've been able to express that with Mm -hmm. oh my gosh Oh, I love that we're talking about the masculine feminine energy because it's like, you can still be a badass, independent boss ass bitch, you know, whatever, but that doesn't mean that you don't want to feel taken care of. Like I, I love, I, I love that. And it makes me a better human because it makes me relax in a relationship and then I can take the charge in the front seat with my business and in my personal life too, outside of him. Um, the other thing is, so like, okay, so as a woman, as, as like females, you know, we know what we need to take, be how to feel good and be taken care of and all that. And then for me, I always wonder like, what do guys need? We totally need like a male perspective. Like what is it that like lifts them up and makes them feel like a man, you know? And we're like embracing that masculine energy. And I bring that up because this Gemini moon did not give me the fun and lovey romantic side. You got the other, oh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had I had the pull run get away <laughs> but you also have like the love and like the embrace of you know like you are oh. correct yes it, it I that that Abundance. was and then it yeah 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 so I went okay also full disclosure there's alcohol involved but <laughs> there is now or there was there was okay yeah. <laughs> I was like yes uh-huh. I'm drinking wine <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was alcohol involved, so it wasn't the greatest thing and, you know, things get a lot more, I don't know, just like amplified. And then of course the moon was like, yeah. Um, yeah. so my boyfriend and I went to a wedding this weekend or this past weekend. And, um, what happened was, um, I guess I get like a little bit more like background. Like he got really emotional watching the, um, groom and mother dance oh like started crying and I know he went to a place of like thinking about him and his mom you know because they're so close and everything um <clears throat> and then at one point the, the favors the wedding favors that they're giving away they were giving scarves because it was so freaking cold oh super- that's a that's a really good wedding favor really good like really practical I was like this is all about my Capricorn vibes right now I love <laughs> do not give me a little tchotchkes like what am I gonna do with that um uh, anyway so he said to grab a scarf for his mom and I'm like sure and but my bag was already full of all the other things I had put in there from our stuff and everything so I was like I'm not I was like babe I don't know where to put it and like for some reason that just set him off to be like you don't care like my mom is watching our the dog and da, da, da. like why are you giving me excuses I was like I'm not giving you excuses I just need like I'm just telling you I I just don't know where to put it right now like I have no I have no nothing to like hang on to it and he yelled at me I don't <gasps> give a shit needless to say uh Liz my drunk alter ego came out 
bitch has not been alive for a very long time. Liz came out to play. Liz, okay. So for the people who don't, who didn't know me back in my like early 20s, my drug alter ego, um, her name was Liz. And she was basically like your Asian baby girl frat star. <laughs> and you don't fuck with Liz okay so (laughs) I think okay I have never been so pissed in my life like at him I mean I have but like on a different level but this one I was just like you don't get to talk to me that way that is so disrespectful and inappropriate and fucking rude and blah blah blah. I don't know who you think you are like all I did was talk about this and then both of us were like you know escalating I was like we have to go somewhere that's a little bit more private but of course people saw us because the fucking wedding oh no don't be frowning it's a wedding you should be partying and blah 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 and then one of my mentors was also there Tian he's like well they're gonna go say bye but then they saw that I was upset and they're what's going on and like I was trying in the middle, like before they all came in, I was trying to say like, I am not trying to, and like trying to like bring it down, but you know, and say, I'm not trying to say that I don't care. Cause I think that's what's happening is that you're interpreting what I'm, what my action is and what I said as I like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not going to do this for you. Yeah. You know? And then he was like, I'm tired of excuses. And I'm like, what's the excuse? And blah, blah, blah. And it was going back and forth like my issue, my main issue is that you don't talk to me that way. Yeah. And him was like, well, my issue is that you always give me excuses and I like, you know, you don't help me to like do things. And so it was like two other issues. I was like, can we address the first issue being that the way you you spoke to me was not acceptable. It's like, I will not tolerate that shit. Yeah. But then it like could he couldn't like it he like, couldn't no. because that that was your first first issue that was not his first issue yeah 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 so then we were like at an impasse and so when my when Tian came our, one of my mentors I was like you cannot leave until I resolve this because I am not gonna go end this wedding on a bad note you know <clears throat> and like we're at we can't seem to get through to each other yeah. and I am aware of that and I can't. Uh, and of course he's like Reiki, whatever master, energy master. So like, he's like, okay, breathe. And he just this, this thing, this thing. And then I like, I definitely felt the energy waves. Um, I did feel calmer. And I was like, he's like, what do you want me to do? I was like, I want you to tell him to apologize to me for what he said. And that like, and just for that specific thing. Yeah. And not to bring other issues into it, because the main thing is this. And why I got mad. Okay. And then, so then he went and said it. We all, he said, sorry, but of course it's a drug, sorry. So it's not like whatever. Um, we go back to the, the hotel room finally. And he started crying. Oh. Like it was still like an unresolved issue between us, obviously. And he was like, he was just like, you don't get it. You don't get it. Like all I have right now is my mom. And nobody, and he was feeling like, as either you and my mom, and if something would happen to me, I feel like nobody would like care and nobody would take care of me. Does anybody know about what I'm doing in my life right now? They, they ask about me. I don't have anybody. The only people who talk to me on a daily basis are you and my mom and all these things. And she does all these things for me and all this stuff. And I was like, I understand like what your mom is doing. It's hard for her, for us. And you feel like you can't ask her for favors. And I'm just trying to tell you that I, I see that and I want to help you and all whatever, repeating what I said, you know, earlier. Yeah. And I just think like, there's this, and afterwards I had to be like, okay, when we were sober, (laughs) I had to be like, okay, this seems to be like a recurring issue. Yeah. And he keeps saying that I don't help him. Or he feels like I'm not a team player or I'm not a partner with him. And so like on the drive home, it was like an hour and a half drive home. So I was like, okay, we're going to nip this in the bud because they keep coming back. So like, I had to think about this because I was like, I'm still upset about what he said to me. Yeah. And I had to be like, okay, how are we going to make this better? And how am I going to say this so that it's not like, like you, this, you, that, you know, like pointing fingers or anything. Yeah. 
had to be like, I'm still upset over last night. And he's like, okay, what are you upset about? I'm like, I'm really upset that you ended up talking to me in a way that was like, I am not somebody you care about. There was yeah. not somebody that's important in your life because you can do that to other people in anger, but that is not something that it's acceptable to me. You're like your girlfriend. And like, there just can't be some, like, if we have an issue there, of course, yes, there's alcohol involved, but there just can't be a total collapse of everything that we are and like disrespect each other. Like when we first started dating, you got mad at me for telling you to shut up. And so this is my thing about like, you, like you find it disrespectful if I tell you to shut up Yeah. and like, you cannot talk to me that way. Even if you're upset with the the excuses or whatever you are perceiving that as, or you're receiving that, like there needs to be like, Hey, can you make a request instead of assuming that I'm not a partner to you? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay. So like, if you have certain expectations for me, I can't read your mind. Like what you expect out of me and what I expect out of you is very different. Right. And how on earth are you supposed to know? Yeah. And so if you don't communicate that with me, then, you know, I'm not, I'm going to continue to disappoint you. Yes. I'm going to continue to disappoint you. And like coming from my family, if like you understand my family at all, I will do everything by myself. I will not ask. I will just figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so, but if you, for you, you're like, I'm going to figure out how to do this for her. I'm going to figure this like, Hey, can you hang on to this for now? Or like, if I say I don't have a spot to put this, can you say, just hang on to it. I'll find a spot or something, you know, just like be the container, be the masculine container of like, babe, it's okay. This is fine. You got this, you know, like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, that was like ugly and trying to talk to him. He's like, okay. And I was like, okay, can we try to do that then? And like, talk about it because I feel like this keeps coming up that it's a first point of frustration for you. And if you keep having that fear, we're not going to go anywhere. So can we at least try this? Yeah. I mean, we could try, we have an agreement right now, but when we're in the heat of the moment, I know it'll be different, but like, just to try to have some sort of awareness that like, okay, this is coming up again. Let me make a request. And I was, when I did that, I was like, shit. (laughs) I'm. I am so proud of you. Like that, that is such a grown up conversation to have, especially like what did this whole thing happen within the hour and a half drive? Yeah. Oh my God. When was this? And how are you today? Um, Sunday was the talk. Okay. Was the drive back Monday. I think I had some residuals. Okay negative feeling because I was like I feel like this is definitely one of the red flags that I'm like okay can I forgive this is this okay well it's not okay but I mean like is this something that I can overcome and like try to move past or is or is it something that I'm gonna leave because I almost broke up with him drunk at midnight like I was like, fuck this. This is not worth it. I am not dealing with putting up with this shit. And then yeah. I had to be like, okay, don't do that. Don't do something you're going to regret right now because you're under the influence. There is and- such a fine line between that. And not, not just the fact that you're under the influence. Like I'm even looking at this from a different perspective of like, you know, even if, even if you were sober, just like how much are you willing to fight for somebody or like, it's like, I, I won't even say fight for somebody, but just more so like, you know, his heart, you know, where it's at, but you also are sticking up for yourself for what you deserve. You do not deserve to be talked to that way. And you know, that that is number one in this. And the fact that you're, that you're able to still hold space for him and know that he is also working through his own shit and his own you know, things that he needs to be vulnerable on and he needs to be seen with, and you need to be more nurturing towards. It was so hard. I know, dude, it is so hard, especially me, me, without a doubt, 
dude, especially because you, I mean, even as you were talking, you said a couple of times, you're like, no, this is number one. And the number one thing was your issue of how he talked to you. It's like, you weren't going to work through any of his stuff at all until you felt seen in yours and your validation of how he did that. And it's, it's a hard line to walk, at least in my opinion, for, because I'm the same way as you. I'm, I'm, I'm that same person where I'm like, I'm not even going to entertain your feelings until mine are validated. And it's, it's so easy to, it's so easy to leave. The harder part is staying in it and working through it within yourself and also with him and working through that. And it's like, the other part was like, I know this is not who you are. Right. Like you are better than that. And you are that person with me. And so to see this side and I was, and he's a Gemini, right? And I was like, the fucking evil twin fucking came out today. And I was like, I don't understand where he fucking came from, but like, like, <gasps> like what the fuck, what just happened? He's Gemini with the Gemini moon. So he fucking werewolfed me and like <laughs> Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I was literally like, what the fuck just happened? And then I had to be like, okay. You werewolf to you, dude. I fucking love that term. He did. <laughs> God damn Gemini's man. My oh, boy Gemini Moon, and I'm just like, oh double shit. <laughs> amplified power shit. But I was like, you thank God I'm an Earth sign, so I could like stand my fucking ground, especially who I am today, and be like, no. Like I addressed it. I acknowledged it. Like I understand this is how you must be feeling. Yes. And like, I know it's very difficult for you to like express and communicate like what you feel in your heart. And so as long as you, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take your, your silence or like non, uh, what is it? Non-responsive, non-verbal. I'm like not contradicting what I say as like, I'm correct. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. But like, okay. I see that you feel like I am not being able to take care of your mom or whatever, like respecting the relationship that you have. And, you know, this is something that's important to you and you feel like I'm disregarding it, you know, but he didn't say anything contrary to that. So then I was like, okay, I think I'm on the right path, but, and you cannot talk to me that way. Right. Even if you are frustrated with whatever's happening. And then I had to tell him like when we're on the drive home, like, and I'm guilty of this too. I'm guilty of not telling you when I'm pissed about something that you did and explaining what was happening to me. And you, you are subject to my moodiness when I'm mad and like not able to communicate with you. So I have to do better about making my requests clear. Good for you, Isabel. So that's why when you said like the accountability that you had of like, okay, this is my, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I want to do. And being able to communicate that I was like, girlfriend, look at us leveling up. We seriously, like that is again, my favorite part about fucking being 30. Like it's, it is, it's such a level up. It is, it's, it's such an amplified way of thinking. It's such a mature way of reacting. I would never go back to my psycho tendencies in my twenties because you know what that left me with? Like not only so much heartache, but just like, like extreme anxiety and like unsureness about who I was as a person. And it's like, the best thing about all of this is like, you're standing firm in who you are, what you want and like what you know that you deserve. And it's, it's this, I don't know, man. I think, okay. I'm so glad you brought that up because I really wanted to end like this episode with a segment on like hashtag this is 30 your 30s oh yes this is like this is and like you know wrapping up this year wrapping up a decade I'm turning 20 I'm turning 30 next week crazy I'm oh my gosh dude welcome welcome Isabel it is like <laughs> the best ever and I really think about that of like you know, when in your twenties, there's like so much external validation that you're seeking. And I mean, I I'm still guilty of that right now, um, because I'm still trying to define who I am and find myself, but I'm not as like trying to please other people with how I am. I'm just like, this is it, dude. 
I just don't have energy to be any other way to take try it to make leave it. Me. Yeah. Take it or leave it. This is me. Like actually before we started recording, we, we had a discussion, um, earlier about who knows. And, and he had even, uh, my boyfriend, he had even made a comment and said like, well, what if somebody said that to you? Like, how would you react? And I was like, I don't give a fuck. It's about my life. If that's what they think. And he, and he was like, well, and I was like, no, seriously, like, I don't care because why is it worth my energy to care about what somebody else thinks about my life? This is my life. I get to choose everything in it. Like, why do I give a fuck about what anybody thinks? I'm like, I, I truly mean that to my core. I freaking love that. And then like, okay, what, okay. Things you wish you could tell your younger self now that you're in your thirties. You go first. Fuck. I'm just trying to think of it while I'm like, <laughs> Um, actually, I think, I think I know this answer and mine would be to folk. Mine would literally be to tell me focus on you and not on what your boyfriend thinks of you. I don't know if that has to make, if that makes a lot of sense, but I, I was literally in a relationship with a different person, literally from the age of like 12 to 27. (laughs) And it was like back to back to back to back to back. And I, I never truly got to know myself until I was single, um, because I always had a boyfriend and I cared too much about being the person that he wanted as opposed to being me. So I would go back and say, Elise, the only person you need to focus on right now is you get to know you don't focus on what your boyfriend thinks of you, what he wants you to be, et cetera. That that's what I would, that's what I'd do. Growth, hashtag growth. Hashtag growth. <laughs> um, let me see what I wish. Um, I would tell my younger self, try more things, take more risks. Um, because I'm, I'm thinking back to like that girl that young lady that was so wrapped up in like my my family's approval my boyfriend's approval doing the right thing life has to be exactly this fucking way I have to do these things um otherwise I'm a complete failure and I mean girlfriend 10 years later you're still not where you thought you would be so enjoy life more. I mean, you had a great time after you had your breakup, but maybe you should do that sooner and see what you like and explore your passions and do that. Dude, but I guess I should dude. say it's not too late. So no, it's not too late. I fucking love your answer. I love that. Especially because I, I met you when you were, were you 22, 23, 22, I think. Yeah. So I've known you through that. You've known me for so long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, I was, I think I was 27, maybe Mm -hmm. or turning 27. Um, so like I was in the beginning of my single journey, but you were still going through this. We've always joked that like you were kind of going through my past a little bit. Um, but I got to see you in those, in those phases where, yeah. And it's, and it's hard for me as, you know, as of course a friend that literally like grew up yin and yang black and white from you, where my parents like always supported me, loved me, let me do whatever I want all the time and hearing about your experiences, but it it made me understand more as to who you are, why you are the way you are, why you would always seek for validation and outside approval. And I think that that was a really good dynamic, at least in our friendship in the beginning was kind of like, at least you seeing me be like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. And you're like, oh, maybe I should also kind of not give a fuck. <laughs> but then, but then it also like, I, t- I feel like I helped teach you that a little bit, but you also helped teach me that like I was kind of in this naive bubble of thinking that everybody grew up the way that I did, you know? And it's like, you showed me a completely different side of like 
hey, you know, I, I seek outside validation because I've never been good enough, literally told that from my family since day one. And I was like, oh, okay. And it gave me more empathy towards that. So like, I think that we both taught each other things in our twenties and it's so cool to look back now in our thirties, you're, you're almost 30, but in our thirties and like <laughs> kind of placing that, does that make sense at all? Am I making any sense? Okay. <laughs> so good because like when you said that about like growing up differently, like that's how yeah. we started our first episode, dude. Our, one of our first episodes of like how we grew up so differently and yeah. like, and oh, what a great first season, you guys. <laughs> I'm so proud of us for like even trying this and starting this and doing this venture, like purely because we, it wasn't for any gains. It's purely because it's something we just wanted to do and we love and like when they ask you like what would you do for free I would fucking do this for free <laughs> I do I do do it for free. Do this for free. <laughs> I do do it for free man I uh <laughs> you know I think that we both had some like similar goals but also different goals surrounding the podcast and like it's kind of developed into what what we wanted it to be but just more so of like wanting to have these open conversations on a public platform but in addition to that like it helps me be more vulnerable it helps me talk about things that don't come up in my normal every day-to-day conversation because I do such a good job of asking people about their lives that I don't direct anything towards me and these kind of deep conversations make a lot of people pretty uncomfortable or they're not used to having these conversations so I think that like that's where I approached it from, I never really had a vision of it lasting. I I don't know if I mean that in a bad way, but like, it is so cool to think that like, this is our first year. And yes, we only publicly have what, like 12 episodes. This will be like our 12th episode or 11th episode. I think our 12th. Okay. But we've recorded maybe double of that. Just so you guys know, some of them weren't worth posting or, you know, but like, we've still made the commitment to check in and have these conversations. And sometimes a podcast felt forced and we're like, eh, nope, let's not put that out there. But I feel like the content that we have put out has been pretty fucking good. Straight from the heart. (laughs) Just how I like it. How do you feel about this first year? I feel like we literally went on a journey together and things just changed and they it's like a time capsule. We didn't do like a YouTube or any, a vlog or anything, but it's a little time capsule of like what's happened throughout the year and like how have we grown, have we have we changed, what's changed, so much has changed since we first started. Um I so- love that. It has been a time capsule. Yeah. I love that. I'm so excited for our next season. Oh my God, me too. How are we going to start this? Oh What's my God. 2022 going to be like? We'll have to game plan. We're going to work behind the wizard's curtain and come back bigger <laughs> and better, baby. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh. I feel like my life has already changed so much in this year. Actually, these past two months, to be totally honest. Totally. Um, that I cannot imagine what 2022 is going to be like. Like, I truly do like that we have done this through this point of at least, I mean, selfishly my life, because it is a time capsule for me to look back on of what I was saying, who I was, how I was feeling and the moments and the months leading up to meeting, you know, the love of your life, my twin flame. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. It's pretty funky and not to give this podcast like all the credit, but it did get me, you did help me think differently and focus more and get more aligned with myself and helping me have these tough, vulnerable conversations, which has made me a better person and made me, you know, enter into this relationship as the best version of me possible. So thank you. And I love you for that. Aww, Elise. <laughs> I 
and you ever said to me I, and I don't say shit like that ever. You never say shit like that. I'm so glad it's going to be in the time capsule because <laughs> forever. I don't say that anything like that to anybody ever, but I really do. I think, I think we both needed this more than we realized. And it's brought us both closer together. So much closer. I know. And I always feel like every time we get together, it's like no time has passed. And, you know, during, we did this during after pandemic, after pandemic, <laughs> after the shutdown of like, just trying to reconnect and find those relationships that, you know, people are seeking and, you know, this, a deeper connection for their relationships and the things that really matter. Yeah. And also I'm going to be pissed if your boyfriend takes time away from season two. Because <laughs> he will not. <laughs> he will not he will be a big part of it i will really fly to ohio then <laughs> one of the things that we have talked about endlessly and also a big point for me is i do not want to lose myself in this relationship i need to maintain this this podcast my friends my social life my my moon hut that I'm creating my, like my me time, like all of that, like it all needs to be a part of this. And like, we're being very delicate and very, it's constantly a thing that is on my mind, but even more so his mind. Like even tonight I was like, well, I really need to, like, I would love to record this podcast. He's like, I got my headphones. I'll be in the basement. You let me know when you're done. And I was just like, thank God, man. Thank God been searching for you so yes no need to be worried season two back stronger than ever we will have double the episodes next year <laughs> baby <laughs> quality content you know yeah, yeah I'm so excited should, how should we close out um your, your intuition and your like spirituality lately I feel like you're the most in tune right now I am so fucking in tune it is it is crazy time for some witchy woo woo it wouldn't be work wife therapy without it <laughs> oh my god what do we want to do do you want to do a tarot card yeah let's do it okay i'm going to actually hold on they are in my so this will be the close out i gotta get in my head a little bit or like in my feels should we set the intention for 2022 since this is the last episode of the year. Sorry, get get in your field. I just pulled one. The queen of wands. But I also want to tell you, as soon as I picked up my deck, so, so I have two cards in my hand. I picked up my deck from the living room earlier. And as I picked it up, the bottom card fell out. And it was the moon. <laughs> Clearly we've been talking about. Clearly I've been feeling. Um, it just like fell. So I was like, okay, let me like shuffle it back in the deck or whatever. And so I just reshuffled and I got the queen of wands. So um, I, I want to read both. And I feel like usually the first card that fell out is the one, but let's just, let's do both. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. the one that's calling. <laughs> it is the one that's calling. Um, I just am like, because it's a Gemini moon right now, I'm like, well, maybe it's this. Well, maybe it's this. <laughs> okay. So when the moon card dropped, it was upside down. I'm, I'm like positive that that's what it was, which kind of makes me a little bit nervous. So hold on. I'm going to look this up because I don't totally know what the meaning is for it being upside down. Oh my God, I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> if it is reversed, if the moon card shows up reversed, it means that there is a release of fear and repressed emotion. Ooh, okay. So let me look at this. Um, the moon reverse card indicates that you've been dealing with false illusion, fears, and anxiety 
And now the negative influences of these energies are subsiding. Holy shit balls, dude. It, this was definitely reversed. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are working through all of your fears and anxieties understanding the impact that they have on your life and how you can free yourself from such limiting beliefs. This is truly a liberating and transformational experience. Wow. There's a lot more that this is saying. Um, you may try to bury these feelings even deeper within your subconscious so you can avoid your dark shadows. Um, it's saying you may not be ready to face your emotions, but I think the theme of you and I is that we are ready to face our fears and emotions. So I'm not going to continue reading that part. I feel like that's kind of, that like speaks to me like crazy a little bit right now. Um, just in general, like I've literally been, that's like been the theme of kind of this relationship for me too. It's totally for you. Like, it's like, don't forget about me. <sighs> Okay, well, let's let's assume that the Queen of Wands is your card. Okay. <laughs> if two like pulled, um, wow, which is hilarious too, because I feel like it's also kind of funny that I would try to redirect it onto somebody else and not myself. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back into knowing what specific things mean. It's been a bit. Oh. All right, Miss Queen of Wands, courage, confidence, independence, determination. Dun, dun, dun. I fucking love it. So it's saying that the Queen of Wands, it reminds you that you are upbeat, courageous, and determined. You're here to see through your creative visions and your life's purpose, even in the face of adversity and a challenge. You are highly self-aware and you know how to best channel your strengths and weaknesses to achieve your goals. You're optimistic. You're full of ideas. You know what you want and how to get it. And you are masterful at engaging it with others to achieve your goals. It's saying to stay fiercely determined and focused on your goals while being friendly and optimistic with those around you. This, I feel like this part really speaks to you is it says the queen of wands asks you to be bold in your intentions, your undertakings, and your actions. Do not be afraid to own your real power and put it out into the world. You have so much to offer. So shine your light bright. Isabel, I, I think that that's actually like, you really needed to hear that. Like actually. You have so much to offer, so shine your light. Believe in yourself and what you stand for, and don't be afraid to speak up and be heard. No one will silence you. <laughs> that's really intense, I think, for you. I think that's a theme of your, like, you yeah. stepping into your 30s. Yeah, 2022, let's bring it. Bring wow, it. man, what a year. I'm like sentimental and I like, don't get this way. It's that feminine energy. Oh my God. It's everywhere right now. Oh, I love this. I, I love, love this too. I will see you next time. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. See you in 2022, baby. <laughs>